Hello, hello. You look confused. Me? Yeah, I yep. am. I was trying to click a thing, and I was like, don't start yet, but you did, and it caught me looking confused. You got a good confused face. Uh, I'm sure I do, too. Like your mouth, yeah, you know, your slack jaw, uh, mouth hanging open. That. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like, a, it, here's what my confused face looks like. Somebody from Alabama looking at a Wendy's menu. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. You got any other little things like that you do with your face? I, uh, I, when I'm like, I do this not when exerting I'm looking myself, intently. If I'm concentrating on something, like, uh, not like lifting something heavy, but like trying to, you know, trying to get a, like a bolt that's at a weird angle or, or yeah. like reaching down in between the couch cushions, to whatever. I like stick my tongue out. Yeah. You know, like, like Jordan it. Yeah. Uh, without thinking about it, my dad I feel like did that's that. pretty goofy looking. Yeah, my dad did that, but he would also bite his tongue, and it it's it, when like when painfully? dad yeah, like well, it looked painful to me, but I guess it wasn't painful to him. But like he would do it when dad was doing anything kind of intense, he would bite his tongue. Like I remember when he'd get mad, he would bite his tongue. But also when Show he me what was you mean. like that. <laughs> like it, like that. But what's funny is he would do it when he was mad and he was trying to control himself. He'd be like, oh, God, God damn it. But like he also does that whenever he rolls, whenever he rolls a dog over to pet their belly. That's yeah. kind of a great, that's kind of one of those that pets a dog really rough, but the do- it's hitting for the dog. You know what I mean? Just kind of rough houses mm-hmm. the dog. And dad always has his tongue out like Michael Jordan when he's doing it. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, pick I that one up. That. But I do have this look. This look either means, I'm genuinely interested, or it means I don't give a fuck about anything you're saying, but I want to convince you I am, and it's this. It's uh-huh. it's like my eyes down and my chin kind of up to be like, okay, okay. And I'd say that I do it more often than not when I don't give a fuck what the person's saying, just so they, you know. Uh, You also, a thing that I noticed you do that you said you didn't know uh, at the time <laughs> was when you... uh. <laughs> Like if you're if you're like imitating a loud dumbass like somebody mm-hmm. in your hometown like at the store or whatever you're like put the goddamn flag down like if you do something <laughs> like that right yeah when you do that your eyes go crossed yeah. and and like I thought that you were like that was part of it or whatever no. and it is like it is part of it but like. I thought it was a conscious decision you were making no, to not like, choice. make the dumbass cross eyed and I said something about it. You're like, what are you talking about? And you didn't even <laughs> like know you were you didn't even know you were doing it. No. But uh, it's pretty it's pretty great. I think that's just how in character I get with that person. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. they naturally go God, I, now, but ever since you pointed out, I noticed that I do it, but like, yeah. I, I'm still telling you that I do not make the conscious decision to do it. It's just whenever that voice starts, my eyes go crossed. Yeah. It's the, cra- <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just, in, I don't know, man. I'm just a fucking, I guess I'm a method actor. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, before we go any further, I guess we should acknowledge two things. One, Drew dead. Once again. Yep. Peace. Or at least his phone is dead or something. I don't know. Yep. He's been in the holler for a long time. I feel like he's been like, I don't even know. I don't even know Drew if he lives classify. in LA. That's what I was about to exactly what I was about to say. It's like, I don't even know where Drew would like classify himself as living at. Cause like he is a goddamn nomadic son yeah. of a bitch. I feel like he's always summers else. And yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't. Dude, Amber, Amber every week goes, does Drew still live in LA? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, He's never there, like never. never, never once there. So at this point, it seems like he's making the very poor choice to just pay rent in L.A. and yeah. live everywhere else across the country. Yeah, no like he is. should just vi- he should just visit L.A. the same amount of time that he lives there because it would be the same. That is true. Yeah, but where he's at right now, I think is somewhere in the sticks yet again, and so he's having issues and. Cannot join us, but on a completely unrelated note, as we're recording this, it is Monday, Juneteenth, and I thought, you can tell me how you feel about this, I feel like there's two, like, you know, straight white dipshits or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, with our accents and everything, but mostly just the fact that we're white dudes. And dumb. And dumb. I felt like it would be like, 
appropriate to respectfully acknowledge it the holiday yep and then probably just talk about Move other on. stuff right because yeah, yeah. people ain't trying to nobody wants to hear our opinion from us um, also when this episode comes out it'll be june 21st right uh not june 19th but since we're recording on june 19th i don't i, w- I was trying to think i wish i could remember what june La- 10th was no last year it was the exact opposite scenario i because Oh, yeah. We had the podcast drop on Juneteenth, but we didn't know it. I knew that, but I hadn't said nothing about it. (laughs) And I remember you or Drew were both something like somebody went on a like, not of course, not a racist tirade. We don't do that on this show, but it was like a, you know, it was something, something black. Something black, something black in nature. Yeah, right. Just doing Cedric the Entertainer impressions for 30 minutes. Something in that vein. And we went on this little runner with it. And we're cracking up or whatever. And I remember at the end of it, I said, anyway, happy Juneteenth, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and that's the response you got from me. Yeah. A hundred percent. It was funny. But this year, it's like we're recording on Juneteenth, but it comes out June 21st. So, yes. Uh, and I, I Googled this like a white man would. Do you say happy Juneteenth? And according to Google, you, uh, you, you do. I guess it is fine to say happy Juneteenth. So I'll say that. I'm sure it's probably not. Well, Google don't know shit. What would be the other um, thing? Well, I was like, I was thinking about this the other day. The end of slavery, but it's still slavery adjacent. And it's like, do you say happy? Happy's a weird thing to say. That's true. But but ending slavery did hit. But ending slavery does hit, right? So I don't know. Look, it's all new. We're all figuring it out. But anyway, I, I do. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. I do think that it would be weird for both me and for the black person. If I was just out today and I yeah, just looked at a black absolutely. person and said, happy Juneteenth. Absolutely. Like, like yes. even though obviously they would know, okay, this guy's in solidarity with me. I think that would be weird. Now, listeners, please chime in. Let us know in the comments if you think that would be weird. But like, goddamn, if I saw, dude, can you imagine seeing a, a white lady say yeah. happy Juneteenth to a family of black people at the Hobby Lobby or something? I would yeah. melt into the fucking floor. Absolutely. I agree completely. Now, I feel like if you got like a, you know, if you, that's strangers, even with like friends, though, I wouldn't like. No, it, it's just so much know. different than Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It's it just is. so much fucking different than Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. I do get it. It is. A, it's a federal holiday, right? Because I didn't get mail. It is today. now. It yeah, is now. now. Is that a Biden and, thing? Yes. And there's oh, right a, there's a. Uh, you know, there's some people on the right who are mad about it because they claim, of course, they claim they're like, look, slavery didn't even happen. Now, they're like they, they have to play it like, of course, ending slavery, that did hit. Of course. Of course. We all think that. But we don't need a competing racially motivated holiday around or a like a race related holiday that competes yeah. with July 4th. Yeah. Right. Apparently that's like a, that makes it controversial. It's like, right. oh, you mean do you mean to tell me they just so happened to pick the summertime right around July fourth to <laughs> yeah. make to Black Day, right? Like, yeah. that's a coincidence. Okay, like I, th- uh, I think I remember doing it, a. Go ahead. <laughs> I just don't like wh- why we holidays there hit. Were, like, imagine being anti holidays. Like, why no. what, the, holidays don't it's, compete? I think most sane people would like would would love a holiday every goddamn I, week. You know, like why Burr, not? Like, you're I not. Think, I think Burr had a bit about how you know how racist you've got to be to not want the day off work. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yes. But like, I remember. I think I remember doing a video a couple years ago, and I'll botch even what I said. But the whole point of it was like, <laughs> I saw all these people talking about like they were comparing Juneteenth and July Fourth and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. And I kept, I was like trying to read into it. I was like, okay, surely to God, there's some article where someone is suggesting that we replace July 4th with Juneteenth or something. And I never fucking found it because that's not what they were trying to do. And like my whole thing was like, this is, this is not taking the place of anything. It's an addition. You know what I mean? These are the type of things that like those type of people should be like i like listen don't get me wrong it's absolutely fucking stupid if you stand christopher columbus so much that you're mad at indigenous people's day it's that stupid but at least in that one you've got the argument of they're replacing it you know what i mean this one is just here's another day 
sorry you won't get the mail. Right. Yeah. It's fucking it's stupid. Silly. So stupid. It, but like we said, I think we've, you know, said our pace on it. And, uh, you know, or do you have more? No, I don't have more. But speaking of people like that, uh, I was in Florida yeah. uh, this <laughs> this past week. I had a blast. North Park. North Park. I went to Santa Rosa Beach, which is like, it's near Panama City, Destin and Seaside, all that, yeah, yeah. All that good uh-huh. stuff. Really, yeah. really, really white uh, area, as you could imagine, yeah. and it's a, it's a re- I think there's a couple of different places maybe that go by the Redneck Riviera, right? But yes. that part of Florida is is often called the Redneck Riviera, yes. isn't it? Ab- yeah, absolutely, right. yeah, and yeah. and uh, for good reason. It's uh, a great for, name. It's a. Great, it's awesome. Yeah, it's right. awesome. And great it's name a fucking great place. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it's a fucking fantastic place. And like, I won't address it too much because I talked about it on my Substack at parttimefunnyman.com. But like, you know, I, I naturally I put up pictures of me and the kid at the beach or whatever. And I got so many people that were just like, "How can it be considered a vacation to go to Florida right now? Ugh, DeSantis land. How can you have a vacation there?" But they weren't saying it like boo you for spending your tax dollars there they were saying it like how could you even have a good time there (laughs) and it was like blowing my fucking mind because i was like do these people think that i have to go to a town hall meeting on cte or something like i'm at the fucking beach let me tell you let let me tell you something right now anybody listening that has any kind of dog in this hunt in either place or just likes beaches or whatever let me tell you something straight up Southern California blue as fuck, right? California blue. So yeah. California good, Florida red. All right. Yeah. Florida's beaches beat the brakes off of Absolute Southern California's breaks. beaches. Alabama's and it's not do too. Even close. Yeah. It's not even close. These beaches out here are like they're they pretty hit. and that's it. That's like, it. They're the cold. Water's freezing cold. They're cold as fuck. They're not, you go to the beach in Florida in the summertime, like, buddy. You gonna get wet, splashing around, you be fucking boogie boarding out there. Amazing. Fuck you. It's it's great, but like you can't do none of that shit out here unless you're wearing a goddamn wetsuit. So like, I was yeah. speaking of boogie boarding. The hush. Speaking of boogie boarding shit out there, the last two days we were there, it was like it was double red flag, and uh, so we're we're fucking about. Oh, and the right. reason yeah. the reason we found out it was double red flag, which by the way, double red flag means you can't even put a toe in the water not a toe nothing they were giving out and i say they were giving out they i never actually saw them give out a fine but they were instructing people they're like even if i think it's also a category of just someone from florida on like the tinder app you know (laughs) double red flag (laughs) (laughs) like tinder puts that puts that classification yeah you know or it's like any you know like from florida also recovering from meth addiction something like that you know double red red flag yeah yeah, so there were there were like There's a lot of double red flags in Florida. Either. Dude, probably the either. highest percentage of double red flags in the entire yeah. country, aside I from possibly. I would throw New Hampshire up there. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, I would throw New Hampshire up there, but I'll say Florida. So they were the beach patrol was out making sure that nobody and and they were being cool like they weren't just like willy nilly writing people tickets. They were at first going, "Hey, just you might not have known, but just like you can't do this." And we found out that it was double red flag because on, during double red flag, when there was literally not a soul in the ocean, not one. Well, there's one soul. And that soul was my father-in-law who wasn't just sitting at the end of the beach with his toes in the water. He was in chest deep water fishing during a double red flag. <laughs> and oh, yeah. he had, and they had to like go like they were like well do you need us to come get you and he's like no i can come in he's like sorry fuck i didn't know um so it's a double red flag and like and what fucking sucked about all that is like you're still allowed to be on the beach and like don't get me wrong splashing in the water is it does hit but like you can have a good time at the beach on red flag day without going in the water like just lay there wait a minute hold on does that that's okay that's like a storm isn't it is it wind i know i think this one was the under the current this oh. one was like for the current. I was picturing, you know, you know they what I have mean? Those, they got those triangle shaped flags, right? That are red, I think, that are like, they're, uh, they're about weather. Like the, yeah. the, but not, don't, for storms, don't they also have 
flags yeah, that are red I, yeah. and they're like triangle shaped or something. And that's like a classification. There's like gale force winds yeah, and yeah. hurricane force winds or something. Isn't that a flag based system too? That, that is no. that is a flag based system. But from what we were told, because the waters didn't even look that choppy. What we were told is that the current was so bad. Uh, okay. Um, and, and so you were still because it wasn't really that windy. It was just a current thing. You were totally yeah, allowed storm, to still storm be- flags. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Storm flags. Let's see. We got. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different combinations of of flags. So two two red triangle shaped flags is gale warning, like gale mm-hmm. force winds. What about two regular shaped ones? Like rectangle or square? I guess rectangle. I don't remember. I don't see rectangles. But there weren't no gale force winds. I can tell you that much right now. There's uh, okay. So. Well, see, they got so they got two different goddamn gale or a uh, flag system coastal warning display program, um, and U.S. maritime warning flag systems. Hang on, yeah, they definitely use flags for storm purposes, uh, but it sounds to me like you're talking about a whole different set of flags. I mean, just because so, the, here's the okay. only reason that I Ocean, say it has to be has to be different flags. Flag. Because we were allowed to be on the beach and there wasn't nothing was blowing our tent over or anything and the waters yeah. looked relatively calm. Yeah, so it says seeing double red flags at the beach means that water is close to the public due to dangerous surf conditions, including strong go. rip currents that can take down there, even the strongest swimmers. That's, That's what very, it was. It's very weird to me that they have like yeah, but that two makes sense. Different systems red, that are I know. both based on red flags of different have, shapes that right. have to do. Just, just have, have swim all. and don't swim. <laughs> yeah, right. And because and, the thing is, you don't even have to put, be careful. We know that we're in the water. We should be fucking like careful. But either swims. swim or don't swim. That's what we need. But so the, the, the riptide was apparently really, really bad. But there were people on the beach all around us, like the most caring motherfuckers in the world who were trying to give these beach patrol people shit because the water don't even look that bad. Why can't we get out there? And they're like, guys. Listen, you don't understand. Like, it doesn't matter how good of a swimmer you are. We can't even be out there. And they're just not fucking having it. And they're sitting there. And every time the beach patrol leaves, they're running down to the water and dipping their toe in and just running back like they got something on somebody. And they're all just going fucking, they're all just going fucking crazy. Like, oh, fucking swim. This is bullshit. And they're saying this all in a very like, I thought this was America kind of fucking way. And I'm like, guys. Are we so addicted to being able to do everything we want at every time that we can't understand that? Are you like, is that worth it to you for your kid to die? Because they had kids with them, right? And so they're sitting there doing all this shit. One day after that, when we left, there were four deaths in that area from people who didn't listen to them motherfuckers. They were in the shallow water and they just got their ass took out. So like them shits is there for a reason, dude. They have to be, it's better safe than sorry. God damn it. Just dude, the full, the full Florida Karen is something else, man. And I bet, I bet you at least some of those people who then died, had family members that died or whatever, like are now indignant about it. Oh, yeah. And like probably want to sue, way. they want to sue somebody oh, yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. uh, how could they let this happen? Like, run up to a lifeguard after their husband gets sucked away, you know, yeah. despite not supposed to being out there in the first place, run up to a lifeguard and be like, what, you know, how could you let this happen? Kind of thing. I yeah. bet. I, bet I guarantee it. it. And I was trying to tell like, not all those people, but like the people in my group or whatever, I was like, the reason that they do this and are so are stringent on it is because of lawsuits. Like it's better safe than sorry. They don't want to have to deal with none of this shit. So they're not going to go out and go, Mm, maybe they could swim right now. It's like, no, if it's even a little bit close, go out there and tell them they can't. That way, when they do, they can't say that, that we didn't fucking tell them. There's the double red flag. You know, I was just, just sitting here trying to stupid. think of some something like how they could, needed a mechanism. It's like a little uh, you push a button. Yeah. And some little like some like mechanized like dorsal fins pop out of the water right it's <laughs> yeah. like, just like going back and forth but it's just like an underwater track system that has like yeah, right. a dorsal fin on it you know what i mean i was thinking something like but it's like you know that'd be a lot of money and effort just to not have to tell people to shut the fuck up and listen but also in florida they'd be people even with that 
Like, even if you're like, well, it's not about the riptide. See, there's sharks out there today. Right. There'd still be people in Florida like, I don't give a fuck. I whoop that shark's ass right. Like, they'd go, like, swim yeah. toward the shark, right? Yes. And then they'd and, figure out your ruse because they think they could take it in a fight or whatever. Like, never. They always find a way to be dumb as fuck, uh, Americans, yeah. especially Florida Americans. Yeah, and please... Please understand when I say this that there's obviously drownings where this wasn't the case and they were very sad and it's, it was just an accident and I'm, those were good people. But I will say this, any of those people in my purview that, that day, had they gone out and then died, we didn't lose any of our best. Of you know course. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think most people, unless it was a kid who just doesn't know any better, but like all, if all the people on the beach they do double red flag. I think that they should just go. And now if anyone goes out there, I'm glad they're dead. We can rid the world of certain people because they don't need to be around. Because I guarantee you, they're not wearing their seatbelts. They're not fucking stopping at stop signs. They're drinking and driving. You know what I mean? That's that. They're not putting their fucking grocery cart back up. All those people should be taken out back and shot too. Bro, speaking of drinking and driving. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the month that West Virginia basketball coach Bob Huggins has had? On one. Buddy, on can, can we give one. him redneck of the month? Absolutely. I think so. I mean, really doing West Virginia proud, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Where's he not, from? I don't know where he's from. He used to coach at Cincinnati. I'll look it up. Look, yeah, talking. look up where he's from. But uh, so – this is we know you know we know most of y'all don't give a fuck about sports. This is barely sports related. This is here. He looks this, like a drunk. This is oh, yeah. red ass. He was he was born in West Virginia by God. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's red. West by God, Virginia. Bob Huggins, who's been the coach at West Virginia for a long time, and a good co you know he's a good coach, uh, well regarded, good program for a long time. He was at Cincinnati before that. Also, well, he got, well regarded program. He got uh, he got pulled over this weekend in Pittsburgh. On the night of a Taylor Swift concert, which apparently was unrelated, which bums me out because uh, I was really hoping that that was the reason he was even there in the first place. But he got pulled over in Pittsburgh with a blood alcohol content of what was it? Point two point two one point two one. For those of you out there that who don't know, insane. that is so fucked up. That's yeah. I mean, it's over double the legal limit. Yeah. Like. This man was. It's actually point two one is that that's triple the legal. That's, you're no, right. No, it's that, not. No, it's not. It's almost triple the legal yeah, limit. Sorry. Yeah, okay, close to triple. But it's, yeah, but it's close, close to, to triple, triple the, legal, the limit. legal limit. And we all know that at the legal limit, some people are kind of tipsy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not me, but not like you, no. no, not me as I burp alcohol. Yeah, but dude, again, for those of you who don't know, point two one is a fucked up that's not just you shouldn't be driving that's hey we think it's time for you to leave the bar yeah oh yeah easy so he apparently was out of like recruiting trips he had like a cooler <laughs> he had a cooler with yeah and he's like well, you try talking to these goddamn parents <laughs> they're fucking kids being sober jesus christ <laughs> talking uh, about wanting fucking money and shit yeah, he's like, yeah, he just sitting there like, you got any more of that cornbread? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> just got it all over his face and shit. <laughs> just stank. But yeah, like, fucking, you put some stones on or something, let's fucking turn this party up a little bit. But he, uh, <laughs> he had like a cooler filled with beer, you know, in the car that he was working his way through and a uh, garbage bag. <laughs> Filled with empties, right? Because, <laughs> dude, to get okay, he's seventy years old. Also, yeah. like, he's one of those guys that, like, there was. I saw all these comments online from people in Cincinnati and people in West Virginia and stuff who were like, "Oh, Huggy Bears drinking is the stuff of legend around these parts." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like everybody locally White doing it. Bog like, shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, like, so considering that, and that he's seventy years old and all that, very experienced drinker. He was just drinking beer. Yeah. To get a point two one on beer. Like, Unreal. That's a fuck ton of beer, dog. I would like, say that's that, 50 beers. That's a crazy amount of beers whilst driving around on a recruiting trip. <laughs> on a recruiting trip. And, and, and it look, takes so long to get a point two one while drinking beer that if he was on recruiting trips that day, you know he was hammered. Yeah. So to be clear, 
we of course do not uh, endorse or support drunk driving. We're just of course saying, not. Like, uh, good lord! Respect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he he evidently there's a goat for everything. You know, according to the uh, the arresting officers, he didn't know what city or couldn't name what city he was in like well, of course he it's, 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 it's like, i don't know it was like a shithole though no no i don't think so <laughs> but that would be funny though uh and apparently it like must be pittsburgh yeah mark told us he i think he said he'd been pulled over before and like back in the day or maybe it was the same one but there was a mark said there was Another point where he got pulled over and had uh, there he had puked on the driver's side <laughs> door of the car he was driving, and it was like completely dry, dry and crusted <laughs> over. So like he had been drunk enough to puke all over everything hours ago, and had still been driving that whole time, right? And drinking presumably. And do you know? I mean, God, do you damn, know how dude. many times that he's been pulled over in West Virginia and nothing happened exactly. about it? Yes, that's was, why yes. this happens for sure. Not just West Virginia, but Cincinnati. I'm sure everywhere he's been, dude, he yeah. mostly is drunk driving around that area, the, probably. Yeah. And dude, you know he gets caught all the time, and they yeah. just take him home. Say, say you later, coach. You know that yeah. type of shit. Guarantee yeah, yeah. it, bro. Get it, being pulled over, uh, being pulled over with puke on in your car and a point two one. These are not the only two times that you have no. drunk and drove. No. <laughs> you know? And, and nor are the only two times you've gotten caught. Absolutely. I bet he hardly don't ever like regular drive. No, you know of I mean? course not. He that probably don't e- exclusively drunk drives. It seems to me like it seems like he drunk does everything because. Yeah. He also he apparently drunk goes on the radio <laughs> because I said earlier, what about the months he's having in the, <laughs> this is not the only scandal he's had but a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, he went on the radio in Cincinnati, the radio, right? Yeah, the FCC controlled radio. And you, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like he, uh, how, what we? Who was? Who was he talking about? How should we do this, Corey? He was talking about the Xavier basketball program, and he, call, and he called them what I call people from the University of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's all I know how to say without saying it. <laughs> he, called, he I, I'm just kidding. I don't call them that, but he yeah. he called them a bunch of Catholic. Uh, I put a British accent on. He called them Catholic fags, which I don't know how you smoke a Catholic. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know the Catholic Church made fags. I prefer camels myself. That's a good shake code there, love. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, he called him a bunch of Catholic fags on the radio (laughs) in Cincinnati. (laughs) Just because Xavier don't hear for him. No, just because fuck Xavier. Yeah, exactly. And he, uh, and dude, I listened to it, and it's like uh, it, he it was he hammered with both. I well, like okay, again, this is a clearly a very experienced drinker. Yeah, right. right. I can see well, him not hammered he, when I, I am. I think he was hammered. Yeah, but like you wouldn't have just listened to him and immediately thought like this dude's hammered until he said that. <laughs> that right? Yeah, right. But uh, in both instances. He's 70. He's been at West Virginia for years, and I know he's been caught and it's covered up, but that doesn't clear that doesn't uh pertain to the to the radio incident. Of course. But both ca- but both cases, it's so wild to me that a dude who's that drunk that often went so he's, long without either of these things happening, and then yep. all of a sudden they happen back to back in in a month span or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? Because dude, the way yep. he says it. He just comes right. It seems like there's nothing in his he brain. He didn't mess up at all. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing in his brain. It's like maybe I or not. He just he just rolls with it. And Castorellos like, hits one the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a four zero ball game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's he's like saying it with a smile on his face. Yeah. He just keeps he going. He didn't know he know? fucked up. No, exactly. And that's this insane is, to me. Yeah. Right? yeah. And like yeah. and and. I would say it's like, well, 
you know, and this is true. It's like dudes like that 70 year old from the old school. He spent so long of his life being able to say whatever he wanted that he just it's all caught up to him now. But like yeah. it's not. But it's like you said, it's not right. like he's not been doing radio for exactly. the past 10 fucking years. years. And like, yeah, right. right. What you just said is true. But it's like it's 2023. These things yeah, right. would have been a problem for the past 15 years at least. 10, 15, 15 years 10, ago, he wouldn't have gotten yeah. fired. You're probably right. Before ten he, years, he resigned because of the drinking. Least. Ten, ten years, years at least. least. Hangover came out. Because well, and also when did uh when did the uh, the uh, oh, god damn it what was that radio guy's name Don Imus Don, said nappy headed nappy headed hose. That, That's that different. Was, that somehow. was about ten years ago or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think if Don but Imus had, like, a, but that was like the first time yeah, something like that had but, happened. No, right? I agree Where, with like, you. Were I like, agree hey, with you. This ain't cool. And then I, like, no, so, I I agree, but I think that if Don Imus had instead ten years ago said Catholic. F words, yeah. I think he would have skated by on that. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like the F you're word, right. it took, and, and dude, by the way, from me too, like from myself, yeah. like I said it a lot later than I should have. And like my defense was basically that Louis C.K. defense of like, oh, sure. dude, I was like, well, when I, when I say it, I don't mean it. I don't mean it that way. It's like you just, you call that to your friend when he's being a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. yeah. And like and in my mind, that was just like, that was just like whatever, and it didn't matter. But like, granted, yeah. the the difference is like with that and the N word is that like I grew up with black people, so you you know early on don't do it. But I but until after I, we there weren't that we knew of gay people around us, so we just had this freedom, and no one had ever told us not to. And again, in our mind, we were just like, well, that one's fine. And to defend ourselves a little bit, they were saying it in mainstream movies until ten years ago. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I would like right. I would. I, uh, I said it, dude. I said it on stage. Ten, it definitely ten, twelve years ago for sure. One hundred percent. I said it on stage. I would still say it about like myself or something. Yeah, that's of course. What I like, yeah, but I was like, like context when I was growing up. Like back, like I, uh, I was more getting called that or you yeah. know having. <laughs> yeah, first. yeah, which uh, makes you feel like you can say it because exactly. you're like, well, I it am does. one. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's exactly a hundred percent right. I did always kind of feel like I should, be, but uh, <laughs> but you know, them ain't the rules. I mean, it's funny we're sitting here going over all this. I literally just said it. I just I, put I, on you did no, <laughs> no. But also, dude, there's context. I was, close, like, I was literally that's what I'm saying. Quote, like, I've right. always felt like, and I mean, look, yes. I'm not saying that what I'm what I'm about to say is the end all be all gospel rule. I just have always felt like if you were quoting something for the purposes of a story, then yes. like, you know, go ahead, go like, not if you're not quoting your dad telling a joke, that's different. You know what I mean? But like, like in that situation, like we both should have said it because we had to dance around it and everybody yeah. listening was going, just say fag. You know I what agree. I mean? Like, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. I've always thought that. I mean, very early on in this podcast, I think it was literally the very first episode of this podcast. I told a story about my grandpa being racist and I said yeah. what he said, which included the N word. And I just said it because that yeah. was so in 2016 and at the time and, and everybody, by the way, everybody was cool with it because like I didn't get any kind of pushback from the people that listened or anything. And that first episode, a lot of people listened to a lot more than now. Than now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And everybody was pretty much cool because, like I said. Yeah, context and intent. I was telling sto a story about how, like, how just inherently racist my grandpa was. Yeah, and dude. it's a story that really illustrates that quite effectively. And in that story, he says the N word. And so, in telling the story, I just said what he said. Now, but in 2023, I, you know, I would not do that publicly. Anymore I mean, you know, it's like it's been established that that ain't the rules. Cool. And, yeah, right. works, and we grow. Always, and we I just grow. always thought, like, you know, I used to be of the opinion, like, well, it's kind of letting the other person off the hook a little yes, bit. Yes, of course you, it like, is. Censor what they say. Like, if the right. point of the story is like, can you believe this shit? It, but or more whatever, importantly, like, it ruins the flow of the goddamn story. Right. You know? And also, like that Louis bit was, it's like also when even when you censor it in that way, the people listening know what you said. They still say it in their head. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, which is what saying a word is. Right. Now, exactly. like, like, dude, when I, I don't when I'm reading Mark Twain, like, of course I say it. Now I shouldn't say it louder than all the other <laughs> words, like I do. You I, know, I shouldn't I shouldn't scream it out my window. It's funny that genuinely <laughs> okay. without meaning to. 
<laughs> on the Juneteenth episode, we have eventually oh made, we have eventually we have eventually made our way to you know really you should be able to say the N word sometimes. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Haley's comment. It comes back. I mean, shit. Come on. Obviously, y'all know exactly what the fuck we're talking about, and mainly what we're saying is, is that you should oh, grow God. as people. God damn, dude, so that came funny, out of though. nowhere. I know we're that talking about Bob Huggins, the fucking redneck coach. Well, I mean, West he Virginia said the F word. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh God, anyway, Jesus fucking so Christ, man! Just to close that out, he uh, yes, had, please. He got, he got. I think he got a pay reduction <laughs> for the because, dude. Again, he's like a local legend. Been there for years. He had a lot of goodwill established, and somehow hadn't really had any other scandals like this. So right. it's amazing. With, with the first one happened, he got. A lot of people are saying, and I tend to agree, I think if one of these two things had happened to him this month, yes, he's fine. I think he would still have his job. But the fact that they happened back to back, basically, yeah, pretty much spelled, spelled doom for him. And he, to, I mean, he stepped down, but he, it's one of those deals where, like he stepped down because they were going to let him I was him about go, to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that like he went straight from after he got out, like when he made bail or whatever, like he went straight yeah, to the team I think and was like, because he knew. Yeah. Yeah, the deal, you know, he knew the yeah, writing right. was on the wall or whatever, but yeah. yeah. I mean, he's going to coach somewhere else, though, don't you think? Probably, eventually. Well, I don't I mean, know. He's, he's a old. Coach. He, is, he, he is old. That's true. That's I mean, true. Coaches go to their old, but I mean, but 70s they, Yeah, old I was first. about to say, they do that, you know, in a good yeah. way. Nobody, dude, not many people thought that Patino would get another fucking job. And like, right. end of the day, it's like, yeah, but he hits. Now, granted, Bob Huggins is not fucking Rick Patino. At least I don't think. To, to uh -uh. what I know about him, he's not no. Rick Patino. No. Well, Jesus speaking of saying the N-word, you want to talk about Quentin Tarantino, right? <laughs> I, did. I, did. I did. I did because I did because, uh, God, Jesus, dude, I swear to God, next year, we've got to remember, yeah. all right, guys, it's June fucking 10th. Let's just yeah. have, let's just, let's just put out an old episode yeah, and not one of these. Ice cream or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Chocolate's the best. Yeah. And, but I wanted I wanted to talk about Tarantino because like um, there hasn't been so like he's got a he's he is famously about to come out with his last movie that he all toured right. You believe we, that? Um, I I believe that he believes it. You know what I mean? Been, I it, it's more of a musician thing than a director thing. But there's been like so many like famous people over the years who have been like, "This is my last whatever," and then they it feels like they always come back to me. That, that's true. Unless they're old as fuck like right but Jack even Nicholson then though gene like, hackman or like with those guys you know yeah, like they I, left and they stayed gone but yeah. usually dude they always come back but i think i've heard some people say he said this is my last movie maybe he, like, no, he he, he's not retiring TV he, still do, he wants to do tv since well that and, and he kind of it's not that that don't count, but I'm saying he's still going to be around doing shit. But, so, but, but, that's but this is his, but this is his last movie that is his movie is what he said. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. wrote it. He's going to direct it. He has said that like, if anyone ever wants him to do Star Trek, he'll direct Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like he says he's done writing and directing. Now, again, I, I say in this business, never say never. I, but I do believe that he believes it. But I do think that for him, it would be like he'll probably have a fucking great time for the next 10 years. Just, you know, getting dude, you know how many offers he's going to get just like flipping through the offers and go, OK, great. I'll do that. And um, if it doesn't work, uh, well, at least it's not. Uh, I mean, I didn't write it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, whatever the script wasn't fucking good. I tried, you know, like I think he'll have fun with that. And also, I mean, he's talked a lot about how he has written. Yeah, but I don't I think, think I don't think he can. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think he could take a script and like. Yeah. If he thinks it don't hit, just like yeah, just do it, it as is and then be like, well, yeah. it didn't hit. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I don't think he's got that in him. I think he would like. No, I agree. Directors have the wherewithal to do exactly that. So I think he would just, you know, he'd he'd fuck with it. He'd fuck well, with it endlessly. To try. And it, at that point, it's like you're kind of he's kind of still doing his thing anyway. Knowing him the way I don't. Um, right. <laughs> but I, but knowing, right. Who, knowing who I think he is, I think that. He, for a while, has been watching what's going on with television and thinking, 
I would be really good at that. Like, like, I, and when, I agree. When, we like when he first started. Like, dude, back back when fucking he first started making movies, you, most actors or anybody wouldn't be caught dead doing fucking TV. Well, now as Absolutely. you know, it's completely the opposite. So I think Tarantino's looking at like I could get an overall deal with Apple TV. Which, by the way, they're they they're like, dude, they're they're they right now are what I used to feel about HBO. Like, yep. like they're not, they haven't earned it quite that yet. Cause they're, they're young, but like with Apple TV, they're, they're a, a place where if they come out with something new, I give it a shot. Even if I don't give a fuck about whatever the thing is, cause I'm like, it's going to be well-made. So I think yep. he's looking at stuff like that and going like, I want to tell these longer stories, you know, limited one, two season. And also, I don't know if you know this, but he has apparently already written 30 episodes of bounty law. What? Bounty Law from, from uh, yeah the, from, from, from uh, yeah what uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yes right yes yeah uh, he's already written thirty full 30 episodes, episodes of Bounty Law yeah and he said he's like I just did it because I wanted to do it I wanted to explore Rick Dalton which by the way I don't know if you know this but Rick Dalton died the other day did you know that no you mean like the, within the universe of Once Upon a Time within in Hollywood, the universe of Rick Tarantino Dalton just now died. Rick Dalton just now died. Yeah, he was an old guy. He was an old actor. How uh, he, old? Well, I mean, that movie takes place in the 70s when he was in his... No, I'd say that, it's 1969, ain't it? Ain't that when the Manson murders happened? That's true. And he was... I'm sure Di DiCaprio was, he was playing a little bit younger. Yeah, yeah but, but that means 35 back then. Maybe. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yes. He could have like been in his 90s. He would have been in his 90s. 40, so 1929. So yeah, yeah, not even a hundred. Yeah, in his nineties, yeah, right? So yeah, Rick Dalton the, living to his nineties is a good fucking run, is what I'm yeah, saying. That's a great he was, run. He was going pretty hard. Yeah, he was. Um, but you know, I mean, he had kind of a career resurgence. Maybe he pulled it together. I don't know. But either way, in universe, he just now died. Um, but like, it wouldn't. I mean, dude. First off, you know for a fact. Tarantino signs a deal with Apple TV and they go, you know what? Make your own fucking bonanza. Let's do bounty law. I mean, I have to feel like DiCaprio would be like, yeah, I'll do TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll do. Cause Apple TV, Apple Plus I mean, can maybe, fucking pay the only reason, The only reason I could see him not is because like, I mean, it would just be a whole lot more. Of the same I mean, character. Like, yeah. For, a, larger for, time an for a long, a longer period of time and all that stuff. Cause I've heard people say before that like, apparently DiCaprio gets like, He's like he's he's the number one is what I've heard. Like Without no one pressure. else is above. Like in terms of like hierarchy, like he's yeah. no, he's number one on the overall call sheet that is Hollywood. I.e., he gets first pick of any leading man role that he wants ever. in any movie right. that ever comes out. Like if like if it's either you know if it's some big movie with a hidden you know leading man role in it, it's Leo's. He gets to first turn refusal. Down. Yeah, it's Leo's to turn down basically is what. That's what I've heard. So yeah, but you know, and so if he's, I'm saying, if he's like, if he's doing it, I mean, you know, he's got it at that level, and he comes from a age yeah. of prior to TV being what it is too, and it's yeah. like, and he's one of the very few guys who still inhabits that world of like, I agree, old school agree. movie stars, where it's like, because there's not many of those dudes left that are like that, that are there's like movie stars on none. that level. Brad Pitt, and he's he still is. I mean, dude, he's still like, you know. Throwing women in the trash at the age of twenty five. I mean, this yeah. dude is old fashioned. All right, I know, like, and I love it. But, so. but, but, so is, but, but we're talking about a scenario where Tarantino does television. This is a completely different world. You yeah. know what I mean? And what I'm saying is, is that DiCap not that DiCaprio doesn't want to win more Oscars. I'm certain that they all want to win them all the time. But his mind might change now that he's got the Oscar. He he could in his mind be like, okay, I did that. What about an Emmy? You know what I yeah. mean? Even though that's a step down, but like you're seeing, you know, I, and I know that they're not in the same fucking ball field, but like Harrison Ford is doing television right now. There's a lot of people on Apple TV that you wouldn't think would be doing television that are doing television. And again, this is Quentin Tarantino we're talking about. That's a guy most people do not say no to. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that all the thoughts that Tarantino's having about, man, we're in the golden age of television. I'd like to try my hand at that. Who's to say that DiCaprio doesn't have that same thought? Right. You're right. I just want to, I'm just now curious about it. It's, 
it is different now. For like you said, for a long time it was like <clears throat> you wanted to do movies. You got into movies. You'd never go back to TV ever. If you did, it was like right. a death nail or whatever. If you were a big TV star, you'd leave and jeopardize your career to try to become a movie star, which is very hard to do. George Clooney pulled it off. Uh, what's his name? Didn't uh, David yep. Simon? Did not yep. David Simon? Not David Simon. David, David Carrot? No, David. Uh, from 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 MIPD Blue. Caruso. Caruso. David Caruso. Caruso. David Caruso. Yes, he fine though. Yeah, because he went back to TV, right? <laughs> but like, <clears throat> but anyway, that's how the dynamic used to be. It's not anymore. You are right, but there there are still a handful of people who seem to kind of like subscribe to that old model, basically. Julia like, Roberts. So, Yes, uh, uh, well, Tom Hanks, Tom, Tom Hanks, Cruise, Brad Pitt, right? Tom Cruise, George Clooney, right? Yep. George, Clo- yeah, um, you know, uh, I, and even some young, like Ryan Gosling, right? Ryan Gosling hasn't done. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Russell Crowe, you know, like yeah, there are Hugh Jackman, like I mean, there's, you know, there are still people like that. No, I, I and agree eventually with you. You'd, you'd see them all. You might see them all get sucked into TV, but it seems like some I, of them are I, still of that breed but, of like. Yeah, it, maybe it's not a I don't do TV type thing for these it's people. Just, I don't maybe want it's to be like, committed to one character. Yeah, I want to do right. multiple things. I, yeah, and I, I get it. But do movies, as long as I want to do movies, I, and I like movies, so I'm just going to keep doing movies type. Of all thing. I'm saying is, I predict because of the amount of money that they're throwing around, I predict that Apple TV Plus could end up being a paradigm shift. I, I genuinely believe that. I think that it could end up being a paradigm shift to. People who just they want to try it out, you know, because I don't think that like a like you said, there's not that stink anymore of like, oh, you did TV. No, right. There's not that. And I think that goes double for if the TV you do is Apple TV plus or HBO. I think that I think it goes double for those things like that, like what HBO and Apple TV is doing. It feels very even their all their television shows feel very cinematic and they feel very important. Like, dude, severance is fucking phenomenal i can't imagine dude like i you know that there was a ton of a-list actors that saw that and was like ah that came across my fucking desk and i didn't do it it, because it's tv did probably you know why because like i was about to say that i don't remember the exact details but that script i think it's been being bounced around for a while it floated around for like a long time and that's always so crazy to me it's like that script when you see it, you're like, when you see it, because here's what I tell myself all the time. As somebody who's had multiple failed scripts, failed pilots or whatever, mm-hmm. right I always tell you, myself, I'm always telling myself like, well, you know, some, cause like I had some. One day I'll write something that's a surefire thing. Exactly. Like I tell myself, cause I look at some, some people like break through out of nowhere. Like they were, they were nobody. Kelly and then Corey. now, now they hit real hard, right? Because of a, breakthrough like that yes Callie Corey plenty of people like and I'm always fascinated when I find out someone like that like a show that I like was created or co-created now almost every time they have a shepherd someone of who course, does you hit, have to. Them with them but the, like the, dumb not the creative to. driving force behind it yeah. is somebody who hadn't done shit before that happens and I'm yeah. always like and I always think like okay well you know sometimes an idea is just so good or whatever. Yeah. It just breaks. That is still possible to write yeah. something like and that. It and it certainly is possible. And when I watched severance, I thought I was like, this is one of those things. This is one of those things that it's like, this was just too good. Everybody, every head must bow, every tongue must profess. This was too good of an idea or concept to not do, but that's not what happened with that. That was that apparent, that script was, just kind of floating around and not getting made and not getting, you know, anything done with for, I think like at least a couple or a handful of years or whatever. And then I think like Ben Stiller finally saw it or something. Ben Stiller's the one who made it happen. I think. Do you think sci-fi just was in like a, you know, everything's cyclical in Hollywood. Do you think sci-fi was just on a down at that time? I don't, it could be. Yeah. I'm sorry, but these, a lot of these people, some of them are good at their jobs, but a lot of these people that are in the roles of reading and stuff. They don't. They don't they know what hits. They don't. They right. Exactly. It. They can't. So they read that and they're like, well, "I don't get it" or whatever. Yeah. And, or he might not it, have been and, good at pitching. He might not have been good at pitching in a trash bag or you know a a, a desk drawer. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, never to be seen again. But then it dude, can like come back up. It's also the whole thing. Probably, it's all. It's all just such a goddamn crapshoot, and people don't realize it because what well, that also means is like there's so many brilliant scripts that. Are that in will a never desk get made. right now that will never see the light of day. Nobody will ever see it. And there's so many garbage ass scripts that get that made every home. goddamn day. Yeah. And that are airing right now. And it's like, 
there's just really no rhyme or reason to fucking no, anything. No, no. And dude, like you <laughs> like people think that there's like some sort of formula, but like you'll see movies all the time. I won't say all the time, but every now and then there'll be a movie. You'll know the director, the the cast is completely banging, the idea is great, and then the movie somehow sucks. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and, and everyone tried their fucking best. And that's why me and you, like, I think we're in the same vein of like, we do our best not to shit on anything because it's like, you know, that they tried to do a fucking good thing. Like everyone in that room tried so goddamn hard. And yes, in hindsight, it's insane that they thought that would be good, but they did and they gave it a go. But like Tarantino, somebody now that we're back on Tarantino who has never missed. And right. maybe he's got the wherewithal to be like, I got one more good one in me, and I want to be known as the guy who was ten for fucking ten. And so I all get I know, that. That, I, I, mean, get, I get that too. And he's yeah. like, and I'll go, I'll go do other things, but no one can ever take away my one thousand batting average in my own film. So all I know about the movie is it's called the movie critic, right? But he's saying that the lead character in the cast, I don't think he's been announced. He's saying the lead the lead character is going to be a movie critic in the style of fucking, I think it was, what did I tweet? It was Travis Robert, Bickle De, Robert Taxi De Niro's char character in Taxi yeah. Driver. Yeah, and Travis so, Bickle, yeah. Obviously, the, it, the, the, the synopsis of the film hasn't been released yet, but like me hearing that Quentin Tarantino is making a, a movie called The Movie Critic, I have to assume that this is going to be his fuck you Two movie critics, would you say, like making them out to even though they've loved him for years. But what what sort of like do you have any speculation as to what the fuck this is going to be? I saw another article on Reddit about the same movie where he he elaborated a little further and he said that it was about this real life critic that he used to read who was active in the 70s, but very much underground. And he was like a film mm -hmm. critic for like like some kind of porn magazine but like not oh, nice. not like not for not porn like, not like penthouse even right like oh like like seedy yeah like a seedy gross porn magazine that for some reason had movie reviews and this yeah. guy <laughs> this guy was like a porn magazine film critic who was like kind of i guess also you know just like a fucking wild motherfucker, like a Hunter S. Thompson type of dude or whatever, like, yeah. who, but in the film critic world or something that I guess Tarantino always looked up to and that this movie's about that. But there were okay. people already speculating like, yeah, I think he's making that up. I, or like, right. cause people were, people were trying to figure out. He don't want anybody might, to know who that might be. Cause he didn't right. say, he didn't say the guy's name. And there were people on the internet trying to figure out like who that could have possibly been by looking into like, and Who nobody wrote movie reviews for Penthouse in the seventies right. or any and, and like no one can find anybody who seemed to actually yeah. fit that description. So a lot of people are speculating people like off. he's this is all yeah, bullshit or whatever. Yeah. And with Tarantino, dude, there's no fucking telling at all because I remember I remember when Once Upon a Time got Hollywood Once Upon a Time in Hollywood got announced at this same stage right here where we're at right now. It was something like Quentin Tarantino wants his ninth movie to be about the Charles, the Manson family, and he's right. eyeing Tom Cruise for the yep. Manson role, right? Yep. I and remember that, that was like the first shit that came out about it. Well, dude, Charles Manson is in that movie for 15 seconds. Right. Do you know Which what I mean? Is. Like, right. And it's not, it's nothing like what it sounded like at first. Like, which I think, all. which, yeah. And, and I've, and so, I, there's just no telling with this right. one is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. uh, so who the fuck knows, but I where mean, does that, I'm where sure does a uh, slap, where does once upon a time in Hollywood rank for you in the Tarantino? Oh, man, I just rewatched it on a it's plane. It's so good. And, uh, I'm a comedian and I think yeah. it's his funniest it's movie. It's his funniest. Yeah. And so that puts it up there pretty far for me. It's just, uh, it's just such a good time. It's so funny, but it's also such like a love letter to a certain era of, of Hollywood and America and everything. And like, it's so well executed that whole part of it. The like, I mean, of course everything he's ever done is very well executed 
fire soundtrack. The two characters are great. It's very slice of lifey. You know what I mean? I mean it's getting like, those two guys together for us was such a nice thing to do. Yes. And you know, like there's, there's those like slice of life movies, like Richard Linklater does it. And like diner was a slice of life. Yeah, movie where it's nobody's, just like, it's, it's nobody's kind of a, full by it's Paul. It's just a uh, portrait of, yeah, it's just like a, a moment in time, time. right? Like yeah. these characters it's in character certain place, driven. and you just see it unfold and it's not yeah. really like plot driven or whatever. Like right. it's just, it's just a snapshot of a moment in time or whatever that genre of movie. I love Once that. upon a time in Hollywood is one of those and it's like yeah. my favorite one probably because it's not yeah. up until the shit pops off at the end it's all just yeah it's character, just like character 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 dialogue that's all it is. right and i'm a, and dialogues to me that's my i lo- don't get me wrong i love a good fucking shitty dialogue action movie but like i that's why tarantino's my favorite is because like he's dialogue first like yeah like it's like we were talking about with Aaron Sorkin. It's like, yeah, nobody talks like this, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like, I don't give a shit because the way people talk, I that don't hit for me. That's why I'm watching this fucking movie, you know. Um, yeah. Hey, can I give well, you this before? Brad, Brad Pitt says that, that 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 hippie at the end, the Manson hippie at the end, or whatever. He's like, "What is that you said about?" And he's like, "I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business." He's like, "No, it's dumber than that." My favorite part was when he hands DiCaprio his sunglasses and goes, here, put these on. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. Of the Mexicans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, before we go back to Tarantino for just very briefly, I want to give you a suggestion for a slice of life movie that is very character driven. And that is um, Nobody's Fool. It's a Paul Newman joint. It's a Paul Newman movie. Came out yeah. in 1992. It is yeah. supremely had, underrated. We had that in the video store. But uh, I never Melanie Griffith yep. pulls her remember, titties out. I remember out. that movie. Ooh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, very good movie. And yeah, there's no, there's literally no plot except for like old man was bad dad. Son comes home. They rekindle. It's fucking great. Yeah. But uh, I so, think, yeah, I, I think once upon a time in Hollywood, like I didn't think it would because I was like, nah, I already know what my favorite Tarantino movies are. And then like it pretty well jumped I up think- maybe right under Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I agree, but what is Inglorious Bastards and Pulp Fiction is a one A one B situation for me. For sure, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. I saw when I was much younger, and it was way more like mind blowing. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, blew everything wide open for me in terms of movies and what could hit and what hitting was and all that. Like, it was very, it was formative. Pulp Fiction was so like it's really hard to take that movie's place. Having said having said that. And Glorious Bastards ends with basically Tarantino himself saying, I think this might be my masterpiece. And yeah. I'm inclined to agree because yeah. it hits real hard, but also like it's funny on shit a personal too. sentimental level. My dad who owned a video store growing up and is the reason I love movies, got me into movies. That's the last movie me and my dad ever saw in a theater together. Mm. So it's hard for me to put anything above Inglorious Bastards either. So those two are my top two. But I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood it comes in at number three just under those two for me in yeah. his oeuvre. And then it's, you know, take your pick after that. But I mean, yeah, I think Pulp's probably three for me behind Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But that's not that I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's a better movie. It's just that, like, dude, it's got everything I want. Like, it's Hollywood during a time that I absolutely worship. It's funny and it's fucking Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, you can't get any better for me. But, like, uh, dude, sometimes like, and not anymore now that I'm an adult and I've gone back and watched them both again, but there for a while, I like Reservoir Dogs more than I like Pulp Fiction. Reservoir fucking, Dogs is fucking it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And and of course, Django is absolutely amazing. And, yeah. uh, he's just not, he's just, he's just like him and Nolan both, I guess, are the two guys who've never done something I don't like, like. You know, I mean, like, I, it's granted, not that I don't like it. I think, like, Death Proof is kind of just okay, in okay, my opinion. Fair, and, fair. Uh, but that's not, and also, I don't, 10, you, never, you didn't even saw Tenet, right? Uh, no, 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 I it's haven't like, seen Tenet because everybody cool. told me. Yeah, it's, co- it's cool, but well, dude, it but barely makes by what any I said. sense. And it's not that. But it's see, I haven't really seen it, right. so I can still stand by what right. I said. You know what I mean? No, uh, but I think no, Death Proof counts. Am I wrong about that? I think Death Proof I, it counts I, as I, one of the. I, I don't think I've ever seen Death Proof. Oh, okay. Because when you said that, I was like, "That's not a Tarantino movie." What are we fucking? So I don't even know. But it was him and Robert Rodriguez did Grindhouse together, and Grindhouse. Oh was yeah, just yeah, a yeah. The Kurt feature. Russell shit. The Kurt Russell shit. Yeah. 
It yeah, uh, and Robert no, Rodriguez. I, this was called Planet Terror. Planet, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely in, saw in between that. Between the two movies, they had fake movie trailers, yes. which is how Machete, machete became machete. a thing. Yes, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw that when it first fucking came out. But it's I was not living bad. in Fort. It, the whole thing. No, no, is no. Like I cool, remember seeing but, it, but I I saw it when it first came out, and I was living in Fort Oglethorpe, and I was fucked up on drugs, so I probably didn't really like see it. See it. It was just on while I was snorting coke. Um, but uh, I don't know. Got man. Kill Bill and both are uh, great. Yeah, Jackie Brown. They're not Brown, my favorites, hate- but they're great. Yeah, me too. Jackie Brown, Hateful Eight. Um, yeah, Hateful I, Eight, I think, honestly, yeah, is the weakest we named, one. I think we named them all. I yeah, think. we did. Hateful Eight's the... Here's the thing. Hateful Eight, to me, is the weakest one, and I love it. Six, like, I think... Seven, eight, nine, we do it? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, yeah it, either, either Death Proof Don't Count or Kill Bill counts as one movie, which I guess would be fair. Okay, I think it's that Death Proof don't count. I don't think that yeah, counts. It, it's a full length. Like I know it was a double feature, but the whole. But he did know. it with somebody well, else. He did it with no, Robert he, Rodriguez. No, he did not really. Death Proof is one self-contained movie that Quentin Tarantino directed, and then Planet Terror is one self-contained movie that Robert Rodriguez directed, and then they did those. They put those movies together as a double feature that they yeah. called Grindhouse. Yeah, I think he's not counting the, that from the two of them. Well, I don't think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then maybe he is, and you're right, and he counts Kill Bill as one. one. Two, he counts three, Kill Bill as four, one. Five, six, seven, eight. If you count both Kill Bills as uh, as one movie each, he would have ten already with Death so, Proof. So, so he one counts of the, those as one, I bet. Either Kill Bill counts as one movie or Death Proof don't count one of the two, and I'm not sure which is and which. And you're saying anyway. you disagree that Death Proof doesn't count, so we're going to say that it's that Kill Bill counts. He's counting that as one movie. I it, would ra- if I was a Quentin Tarantino chron- you know, biographer or whatever, I would be more inclined to count Kill Bill as one movie than I would be to discount uh, Death Proof entirely because it's like a full-length movie that he directed. So yeah. it just was released in a kind of odd did he write it did he write it okay well that's a i mean See, i think so because all the the 10 is See, r- written and directed is an hour and a half long okay but did he write written it and directed by quentin tarantino okay all right i'll give I it just to don't you. know how you don't count that just because it did, came okay. out at the, then with I, another then they movie, gotta just you know? count kill bill one and two as, as one, one movie. movie he probably yeah. does hell dude they might have even filmed them concurrently and we don't fucking know i have no idea they might have lord of rings it lord of the rings it yeah I, but, I, I, I I can't remember if it was one of those things where it's like, you know, because that became a thing. Harry Potter yeah. did that. Hunger Games you had did to that. With kids, where it's like you split the split the final, you split a movie into two. Like, yeah, you know, as a cash grab. Sometimes I'm not saying Kill Bill is. I'm just saying like. Well, uh, also, dude. I mean, if you've read the Deathly Hallows, there's no fucking way they could have done that in one movie. That's in my yeah. opinion. Like it's you. It's fine to write a 700 page book and call it one book, but if you want to turn that into a movie, like it's either got to be the Irishman yeah, length or you got to do two. And they cut a lot of shit out of these movies, but no, like, no. but like, Order of the Phoenix and Half Blood Prince are not that much shorter than Deathly Hallows, and both got done in one movie. That's so, true. Well, but okay, they're but they the weren't as movie. big. They're not yeah. the last movie, exactly. To be fair, yeah. So, well, dude, it's cash too. I mean, it's right. fucking cash. Like by that time with Harry Potter, I'm sure somebody suggested doing it in three fucking parts. You yeah, know, right. I mean, but, but uh, they're still making Wizarding World movies to this day. Like, yeah, you know, right. they're, they're not going to stop. It wild how much nobody gives a fuck about those movies like harry potter was so fucking huge and then as soon as Fa- fantastic beast came out and everybody was like we're good like i mean no your own people watch them because they keep making more well, that's but like, why, that's why dude that right there is why they're gonna reboot the original harry yeah. potter story into a tv show which i think is i'm that does not hit for me i do not think it's been long enough to do that okay like I, it hear me out that to me is a blatant cash grab uh well, yeah, like yes but hear me out. Hear me out. But hear that's why out. they're doing it is because they've proven that people don't care about the, about uh, the new the, stuff. They want the old it's shit. Like, it's the it's the sto- it's the Harry Potter story yes. that captured yes. everybody's it's like, hearts. It's not yes. like the universe like it is right. with Star Wars or MCU right. or whatever. Even with Star Wars, they for. even with Star yes, Wars though they like still the hang thing. on to Skywalker. It's the same for, thing. Yes. Yeah. Right, so yeah. okay, okay, but hear me out though. I agree with you that it's too soon. I mean, you know, granted, it has been fucking twenty years since the first movie. Uh, actually longer than that, you know? Oh my so, God. Yeah, I know. I know, dude, that it's, it's a little bit longer than you think. And I mean, the books are fucking 30 something years old. So, so hear me out. If they make a seven 
season show. And each season is one book. And so therefore all the stuff that they left out gets actually told properly. Does that not kind of excite you a little bit? I I mean, I'll, I'm sure I'll watch it and I may end up getting sucked into it. It's just like, it's just, I, I know the story. I know it front no, and back. I, I the know, story. but you like know, so if they like, actually I don't, explore I just, all that shit, the real shit from the book in a serialized, I mean, yeah, I think I'm with you on this is where it's like, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm definitely going to give it a fucking shot. But like, yeah. I'm just saying like having, being someone who read the books after I watched the movies, um, and I told, I love the fucking movies and I still love the movies, but having read the books, every time I go back and watch the movies, I love them a little less. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. When, like, I, I honestly didn't, I, I liked, but did not love any of the movies really, yeah, because I had read all the books before the movies came out. So I think out. I did it in the right way to where you can enjoy yeah. both, you know, because like the third movie, um, the time travel one, which I know is your least favorite because you don't like time travel stuff, which is fair and fine. And I totally understand it. And frankly, ever since you've said that, it's I've started to notice things about time travel shows that I go, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, so thank you for ruining something I've yeah. always loved. But yeah. uh, but at, the third movie was always my favorite one. And then when I got to that book, that book, two was at the, they all kept getting better until maybe the six. And I was like, well, that's still good, but not, but, th but that was also my favorite book. So I was doing a thing where I'd read the book and then I'd go back and watch the movie. When I went back and watched prisoner and Azkaban, the movie, I have never been more disappointed and thought, how did you even like this? And again, it's good. It's just like, after reading that book, I'm like, you fucking, they left this out. This is the best part. What yeah. the fuck? They made the map? How do you not fucking put that? Right. You know? Yeah. I hear you, buddy. Uh, well, listen. Well, I love you. We're all over the place. I love you, too. We should call it. It's going to be a heavy Trey and Corey week in the SKU universe in case y'all know. Thanks for watching us on SKUs last night, since you're listening to this on Wednesday. And then also. Oh, am I doing SKUs this week? Yes. Nice. We, do, we have to do put on airs tomorrow. And then. That's right. That's right. Don't I forgot like I, didn't I was ask at the you beach. About it. I was okay. at the beach. Trey, right. first off, even if you hadn't asked me, I'd have fucking done it. But well, I was at the Mark, beach. Because now Mark is at the beach. Everybody goes to the goddamn beach, which is fine. It's summertime. It's what people do. But uh, yeah. Well, hell yeah. So me and you on the uh, thank you for listening to Skews. And this weekend, listen to Putting On Airs. It's me and Trey's show where we talk about fancy stuff. Yeah. If you haven't given it a chance, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. It's really yep. fun. It's the best. And if you're uh, in uh, Richmond, Virginia, I'll be there tonight. And I'll be in Virginia Beach tomorrow night. So come see me. Go TreyCrider.com for all my other dates. That's right, baby. <laughs> and uh, also go to PartTimeFunnyMan.com. That is my sub stack. I do bonus things. Today, I talked about George Washington and the most important decision that he ever made. It's fun. You can listen to it. Thank you all for listening to the Well Read Show. We love to stick around longer, but we got to go. Tune in next week and you got nothing to do. Thank you. God bless you. Good night and excuse.